welcome to the new episode of policy beyond politics the episode the show that discusses the various contemporary issues and global order this time we are going to discuss covid uh, covid 19 the novel coronavirus and uh, how uh, this virus has spread in 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 india the last 60 days we know that uh, there has been a lock there are there are different phases of lockdown in the last uh, two months and uh, cppr has been uh, working on various covid related topics ever since covid was reported in india uh, we've been uh, writing articles we've been discussing various policy issues related to covid and also very importantly uh, we've been uh, discussing the, the 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 spread of corona every day uh the infographics is there on our website and this is done by our senior fellow dr rijon john so today i am joined by dr rijon john to discuss the trends and projections of covid-19 in india and also uh what we could expect in the next few months uh so uh, welcome to show uh, uh dr rijon john thank you dano thank you for the introduction right. thank you so uh, my first question is we've been uh, you know analyzing this trend for the last two months and what is your projection now about covid situation in india well predicting what's going to happen is anyone's guess <laughs> but yeah um, well uh, and do you, uh, do, you, do you see any trend as such evolving in india yes um, i mean I, i've been observing it very closely almost on a daily basis and as you all know i mean we are currently at about 2.1 lakh cases and uh, about 1 lakh of those cases have already been recovered so which means we are uh, at a recovery rate of around 48.4 percent as of yesterday um but you know at, at a at a national level we really do not see any sign of this uh, being flattened or anything as yet um so we, we in fact we are seeing still an exponential growth of about 4.6% in the on average uh, every single day for the last uh, couple of weeks now we've been having a growth rate of total cases in the range of about uh, 5.5 to 4.5% range which has been quite consistent so 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 the graph is graph keeps going up that way um and also you know because and what is also important to note is that almost 66% of the total cases recorded in india right now are coming from four large states uh, which are you know essentially maharashtra tamil nadu delhi and gujarat so you know the indian graphs pretty much reflects what is happening in these states in particular so yeah i mean uh, in terms of prediction um, you know at the moment we are seeing something like 8000 to 9000 cases per day uh, of the last couple of days and i uh, my understanding is that at this growth rate if we were to continue the same growth rate as as existing now uh, we will be seeing you know 10000 plus numbers uh, daily basis per day, per day daily. In, yeah okay. in, in the next couple of days even like, you know within couple of days we'll be seeing those numbers 10000 plus per day and 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 if my calculation is right um, i would say in another 15 days time 
we should be looking at 15 or second half of june at least we'll be looking at 15000 cases per day that's my assessment as of now um so uh, you uh, mentioned you know most of the cases are coming from you know four or five state cases you know uh, uh, whether this old trend that we have seen at the national level uh, only if we could contain this spread in all these only all in all these four states then only we would be able to reach to a situation where in a flattening of the curve starts uh, well that, that's i mean to an extent right but uh, unfortunately you know uh, with the with the new relaxation in lockdown you know we are, we are actually seeing a movement of people across the state borders uh, quite mm. uh, heavily mm. uh, happening now especially now since the uh, unlock one as they call it now uh, uh, the, the, what is supposed to have been the lockdown five is now is called unlock one uh, in, in, in indicating that the government is you know in phases they are trying to open up so um, so right. as this happens you know we experience more people moving out of the states and to each state uh, etc so mm -hmm. So, I mean, my assessment is that even if uh, some of these large states are able to contain, which itself is uh, in doubt at the moment, uh, we would be experiencing. So, you not you not in your analysis, you have not seen any, uh, you know, any containment as such for the states like Maharashtra, Gujarat, uh, you know, in the last few weeks. I mean, the uh, number is growing or number is decreasing there. Uh, well, uh, in, in in Maharashtra. For example, uh, the numbers have declined over the last uh, few days, but uh, mm -hmm. one of the reasons is also that they have reduced the number of testing. Mm -hmm. So one cannot be very sure whether uh, these numbers, the reduced numbers that you're actually witnessing now is mm -hmm. because the cases have actually decreased or is because you have reduced the number of okay. tests. Okay. Right. So, there's so how many states in India reduce the number of uh, tests now? Well, uh, I mean, many states are increasing the test, but the problem here is that, you know, we are not increasing the test at the same rate as the cases are being identified. In okay. other words, you know, mm -hmm. the, in other words, the pandemic is actually growing, going ahead of you, mm -hmm. you know. So unless okay. you, I mean, th there, there are certain statistics that one can clearly depend on to mm -hmm. see whether a particular state is being able to contain the spread or not. Mm -hmm. But one important thing is to see how the percentage of tests turning positive, what mm -hmm. is the trend in that? I mean, mm -hmm. are we seeing uh, a higher and higher percentage of tests turning positive mm -hmm. as we go along? If mm -hmm. so, meaning if, if that is the case, we are mm -hmm. not being able to contain the situation. That is a right. right. So ideally, to be able to say that we are able to contain the situation, we should see the percentage of tests turning positive should uh, should systematically decline over time okay but that, that is not the case in maharashtra that is not the case in gujarat that's not the case in delhi in fact in all these states even including tamil nadu in all the four high burden states at the moment you see mm -hmm. a high percentage of tests are turning positive and the rate at which it is turning positive is also increasing meaning mm -hmm. if you when i look at the last uh, two weeks data it's mm -hmm. clearly uh, it's very clear to me that the percentage of test turning positive is actually increasing in all these four states and it is particularly so in Maharashtra and Delhi. Okay.
Okay. So I, I, I mean, to, if, I, if I use that metric, I have no reason to believe that these states have actually contained it uh, yet. And, okay. and to, to to substantiate another part of your question, you know, even if let's say these states are able to contain, that doesn't mean we are able to contain because of the movement across the border. You know, you 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 see that new cases are now. Uh, the number of daily cases have now uh, increased very much in mm. some of the other states like you know uh, west bengal haryana karnataka etc in the past few days or even even the northeast part of uh, india many of the northeastern states are now seeing more and more mm. cases as we speak so although mm. they are very small in numbers at the moment mm. you know uh, those numbers add up to the national total and that is the reason why we would still not we are still not experiencing a uh, sort of a slowdown at the national level uh, at the moment. So while we uh, discussing this uh, COVID case, uh, 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 many argue that the mortality rate or the fatality rate is less compared to many other diseases or illness. So how do you look at this uh, numbers? Because you know uh, your number, the cases reporting is very high. Uh, it is going by every day and also the number of recoveries, recovered cases also going, uh, I mean, that's what the Ministry of Health is saying. Uh, but your death rate is almost like stable or uh, is it increasing now? Well, uh, I mean, one uh, metric that is looked up is uh, case fatality rate. I mean, mm -hmm. that is basically the number of deaths uh, due to COVID mm -hmm. uh, as a fraction of the number of identified positive cases in a, in a time frame like you know mm -hmm. let's say uh, from the beginning of the covid up till now mm -hmm. how many deaths have happened and how many cases have been identified mm -hmm. and that percentage is right now at around 2.8 percentage so right. meaning uh, about 2.8 percent of the positive cases have died okay mm -hmm. and it used to be more than three percent in the beginning i mean it, right. so we we have been systematically i mean consistently decreasing that number and that's bound to happen because in mm -hmm. many cases, but many epidemiologists are of, of opinion that the case fatality rate should be below one percent, ideally. Okay. But, but because because you know the denominator of this case fatality rate is an is the total number of identified cases, and that again mm -hmm. depends on how much test you are doing. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. more cases that you identify, you would mm -hmm. typically see a less. Uh, mortality rate, I mean, CFR uh, as we go along. Uh, mm -hmm. But then we need to also place this in the context of other other mortality out there. You know, India's uh, typically in India, our true death rate in India is in a, in a year is about 7.3 deaths per thousand people uh, in India in a year. Okay. So that translates to something like, uh, uh, say, a 10 million, uh, approximately 10 million uh, deaths in a year mm -hmm. well, from all kind of diseases sure. and accidents and everything. So which translates to, say, if, you, if, I, if, I, if I were to convert it into a daily term, uh, mm -hmm. that would be around 27,000 deaths every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. now compare that with uh, the COVID deaths that is happening right now between, say, 200 to 250 at the moment. Uh, but of course, you know, I, I, I don't want to uh, trivialize it by saying this mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. Because then when you when you compare it like this, it, it becomes completely trivialized, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. that, that should not happen either. Mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. thing is that, you know, maybe it is not enough to look at only these reported COVID deaths, which are reported to be attributable mm -hmm. to COVID. 
but there are also many other kind of deaths that are happening because covid is there see for example uh, migrants dying on the road right they are moving because of because covid uh, is there right and yes. so is the case of many other deaths and maybe there are many other diseases for which people are not able to get adequate treatment because hospitals are already jammed with the covid patients you know so so it will also be increasing the mortality of many other reasons What so you are saying uh, yeah you are saying sorry to interrupt you i mean you are saying um, uh, due to covid there are deaths and there are also indirect uh you know that's because of covid you know migration migrants are suffering from this the, you want to call it indirect indirect or direct that is that's a <laughs> question of debate uh, right. you know yeah. uh, so ideally what economists or, or epidemiologists in many countries have done is to look at what is called uh, excess mortality you know usually in okay. every country they have a concept of what is an average expected number of deaths in a during a given time frame like you know right. for example every year in 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 april or may how many people are typically dead in in, in india right. for right. example right. and then you you look at that number over the last few years and compare right. that with the number of total number of deaths happening in this year okay right. so the right. difference can be attributable to covid so okay. that is sort of an excess mortality yes. that we are yes. calculating yes so that excess mortality is very high now excess, no no we don't know yet because in india okay. we really don't have daily or monthly uh, reports of deaths uh, from other diseases so we have no way of calculating it actually. but many other countries have published excess mortality rate i mean many many organizations have published it but in india we are not able to do it because of lack of uh, adequate data to that is my it. that is my next question i mean yeah. this situation also teaches quite a lot of lessons in public policy and you know mm-hmm. public health related aspects so uh, this is also one new aspect that i'm hearing you no know, we don't have that reporting we don't have the data that is published regularly so that we could able to compare it so what could situation that what is the lesson we are learning from this i mean what could be the you know because you know now for the migrants for example many state governments have taken measures to record the data so here in this case mortality rates are there but it is not comparable data that's what my understanding now so mm-hmm. what is the way probably you know the state administration or the union government i mean now you know think about future in in the, in, the, in the event of future epidemics like this the deaths mm-hmm. i know the deaths and related uh, suffering how do we record it what could be the platforms what could be the policy changes that we can bring in here well i think we need to have a very comprehensive um, uh, method of uh, surveillance and reporting of every diseases and deaths that is happening in the country on a daily basis and that happens in many countries you know so whereas we have for example our sample registration system they they publishes this uh, annual report which uh, talks about the annual deaths in the country uh, uh, on account of various diseases and causes right but we we need such uh, report we need such reports more frequently not annually we need them at least at least uh, on a monthly basis so that uh, when these kind of things happen we can truly actually estimate the true uh, impact of these kind of pandemics on, on the mortality etc but in the absence of that we, we can only go by the reported covid positive numbers see the, the problem is that there are many comor- there are many uh, deaths which are also happening due to comorbidities 
and there are instances mm-hmm. where such deaths related to comorbidities are not been treated as covid deaths okay mm-hmm. so unless we are able to look at the actual uh, excess mortality we really can't truly estimate the true fatality of uh, covid so okay. the reporting my last question what should be improved upon yeah sure my last question is about and i've been analyzing the data for the last 2 uh, months and uh, you know how easier and difficult for you in the beginning or even uh, when you do it today uh, in terms of data gathering data collection some governments are doing some state governments are doing better job uh, some governments are still in the i mean in a very elementary stage what i could understand from various platforms so what is what is your learning like when you compare with the global standards and indians with uh, indian standards now what way, what are the ways we could improve from here in terms of data collection data analysis in yeah. public health yeah you know the data reporting is a major challenge here in india even for covid you know um, if you, for example if when you compare the covid dashboard that is uh, maintained by government of kerala you know mm-hmm. that's an example uh, to emulate for for other states in india the, the kind of detailed information that the covid dashboard in kerala provides is such a you know rich uh, data repository for anybody wanting to do an analysis right uh, but similar uh, similar dashboards do exist in few other states like you know karnataka for example or odisha but none of them as comprehensive as the one in kerala and many state governments don't even have such uh, dashboards okay um, and also uh, many uh, state governments also do not report regularly the uh, regularly how many number of tests they performed each day mm-hmm. and you know what is the i mean for example i mean right now most of the governments are restricted to reporting only number of tests and number of confirmed cases and number of recovered and number of deaths there ends mm-hmm. the story okay? okay but unless we know for example on a daily basis how many are been quarantined how many are in critical condition or how many what is the rate of spread you know for example one patient is uh, spreading the disease to how many others mm-hmm. unless we know all these kind of statistics it becomes really difficult to assess the situation and what is going to happen in future uh, since the state of telangana for example they have not been even publishing the testing uh, right. statistics for quite yes. some time Yes. so we don't even know whether uh, what is the situation uh, with uh, with regard to pandemic we only know the numbers coming up but then we don't know what is the percentage of the test turning positive in that state for example so we have no way of assessing whether mm-hmm. the state is actually been able to contain it or not as mm-hmm. an outsider we cannot say it mm-hmm. so these are the kind of problems so i, I think uh, you know of course the state is a, i mean health is a state subject in india right. uh, it's largely uh, within the state government's uh, discretion as to what kind of data should be given out etc but of course i, I still believe you know our uh, central government bodies like you know ministry of health or icmr could uh, mm-hmm. you know give out give uh, proper guidelines for each state to follow at least in terms of reporting uh, reporting you know mm-hmm. what are the standards or what are the variables to be uh, reported on a daily basis and what is the time of at which it should be reported for example you know now delhi for example it reports its cases uh, previous day uh, numbers are all being released the next day by noon or so uh, you know so the uniformity 
yeah there's no there's a uniformity problem so we don't know whether this number as an analyst i face a problem whether when i look at the numbers yesterday today morning uh, mm-hmm. i don't have the daily numbers or mm-hmm. the daily numbers i have from yesterday are actually belong to the previous day you mm-hmm. see this this kind of problems we face right. so unless there is some kind there's, there needs to be some kind of a standardization which every state i mean we are all in the same same time zone that makes it easy for india actually mm-hmm. for every state to uh, present or release their daily numbers at the same time and on in a standard format Uh, for every state should follow a one standard format prescribed by let's say ministry of health or icmr and follow such uh, guidelines so it makes it easier for even public health scientists and other data analysts uh, to look at these numbers and you know bring out meaningful conclusions from such data thank you so much dr rajesh john it was very insightful and uh, i'm sure uh, we will fight uh, corona uh, uh, with the more data and more analysis in the coming days thank you so much for your time and uh, we are uh, 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 we are coming to the end of this show and uh, we will get back to you with uh, uh, more and more different interesting topics in the coming days thank you so much for watching thank you thank you dano thank you if you like this show please give us give share your feedback and also follow the hashtag policy beyond politics uh, uh, we will be uh, coming back to you with uh, uh, new topics and different uh, insights on various contemporary issues please follow us and thank you so much for your time